2008, a podcast was created with one goal. To bring Bat fans around the world news related to movies, comics, video games, television, merchandise, and so much more. And now, the Batman Universe Podcast has returned. episode of the TVU podcast. I'm Dustin and joining me today is BJ and Scott from the Batmanoverse.net and today we are talking about everything related to TV news coming out of DC Fandom. Yes, it has been almost a month removed from DC Fandom, but yes, there is in, t- in there is in fact a lot of news that came out of DC Fandom and we've already discussed the movie news, we've already discussed the video game news, and today we're going to wrap up our coverage of DC Fandom with the talk of everything television. Now, that's not to say that there wasn't other news. There was obviously lots of news related to merchandise, but if you are interested in that stuff, definitely check out the website. In the future, our episodes will discuss merchandise, the big merchandise that's coming out as it happens. But for right now, there is a lot of stuff to cover, and rather than doing stuff that's over a month old at this point, It just makes sense to wrap up our coverage with television news and encourage you to check out the website for everything else that was from DC Fandom. Conveniently, there is a nice little tag, all of the DC Fandom 2021 lineup. There was a lot, there's a tag that you can find all of the stuff that came out of DC Fandom 2021 with merchandise as well as everything else. So let's start off with a bunch of stuff related to some smaller updates before we get to some of the bigger updates for some of the Batman universe specific shows. So specifically, let's talk about Batwoman. Um, Now, I will say before we even start, um, I, for one, have been out of the loop. Not I shouldn't say out of the loop, but I have not been watching a lot of Batman universe shows for quite some time. The last show that I really was watching was Gotham, and that was a... Not a great show, in my opinion. Um, I know there's plenty of people who will argue against that. Personally, I didn't like Gotham just because I feel like felt like it had it had the potential of being a decent show, and they just decided to go with the extremely campy method of doing a show that just kind of like crapped all over the the serious take of these characters that we appreciate when we read comics. So that's the last show that I was really watching that was uh, Batman Universe specific. Since then, there's been a flourish of new shows, uh, Batwoman, Harley Quinn. There's new shows that have been announced with Batwheels, Batman the Cape Crusader. There's the live-action GCPD show that's spinning out of Matt Reeves' The Batman film. There's also word that there's potentially a Penguin show coming out of that universe as well for Matt Reeves. Um, And then, obviously, there's plenty of DC shows like Titans and Young Justice. And then you've got the Arrowverse shows that are still chugging along, even though some people believe that some of those shows should have wrapped up years ago. Um, that said, um, we I will be making a consorted effort in the future to watch a lot of these shows that we talk about here on the podcast, uh, specifically so that we can talk about it. And we'll have, instead of like talking about individual episodes, unless of course some individual episode releases and it's worth talking about, we're going to try to do like kind of a 
recaps of entire seasons rather than individual episodes. So we might do a, a you know a watch through of the entire Young Justice season one and then discuss that as a group as an entire episode, and then down the road come back and do season two and then season three and then season four once it wraps and there's we could do this with practically any show but this is one of the types of content you can look forward to in the future that said at dc fandom batwoman had a presentation and batwoman's going into the third season of its series and the trailer that they kind of showed was that batwoman is going to be teaming up with alice in the beginning episodes, um, they also had a little feature on Batwing because Batwing popped up at the end of season two. Um, and we know that there's a number of villains that are supposed to be popping up or at this in this case have already popped up. Mr. Freeze, Killer Croc, a lot of B-list characters, in my opinion, are popping up into the mythos of Batwoman. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I want to get back into watching these shows to see if it's a better take than some of the crazy stuff that happened in Gotham. So that that was basically it from Batwoman. There really wasn't a whole lot. Um, the next show that had um, an announcement was Pennyworth, which kind of, I think, in some ways gets forgotten that it even exists because it's Epic's exclusive. But that's going to change in 2022 because the second season is already completed. It ended The second season ended earlier in 2021. But uh, starting in 2022... The first two seasons are going to be shifting over to HBO Max, and the third season is going to be an HBO Max original, so that series will actually be exclusive to HBO Max, and I think that will get to a larger audience than it was on Epix, specifically because Epix is a premium channel. You have to have cable or you have to subscribe to their streaming platform that they have. And I don't think a lot of people are looking at a service like Epix the way they are with HBO Max. The amount of offerings is just not comparable. And the fact that this is obviously produced and distributed by Warner Brothers means that if it's on HBO Max, it has a better chance of surviving for a longer period of time. Now, the one thing I I will say, I've never seen an episode of Pennyworth, but Pennyworth is, of course, done by the same people who were behind Gotham, and that doesn't bode well for the future of my liking of this show. Finally, the last show that kind of had a little bit of an update was Harley Quinn, and uh, there's not a whole lot going on with the show because it's currently in the middle of production on its third season. The series, because it's animated, there's not a whole lot to show, but they did have a little bit of a promo that uh, featured King Shark alongside Harley Quinn talking about what to expect in the upcoming season, and then they showed a little bit of a teaser that had some like production uh, animation in production kind of thing where it's not finished production it's not finished animation it's it's kind of rough and it has some uh, voiceover attached to it so harley quinn season three they did say that it's coming sometime in 2022 so if you think about all the shows that are coming in 2022 there's a lot um, obviously batwoman has already started its third season just a couple weeks ago you've got harley quinn and pennyworth coming to hbo max in 2022 and then obviously jumping in to Young Justice, that was probably one of the most unexpected bits of news. Was not that there wasn't news for Young Justice. There was there was ex- it was expected to be a trailer for the series and some talk about it. But the big news for Young Justice was that it literally premiered right after the event. Uh, the fourth season premiered right away on HBO Max with three episodes, and then subsequent episodes are going to be releasing it, you know every week. But Young Justice premiered literally directly after the event, and it looks like 
based off of Greg Wiseman tweeting some stuff out, it looks like they have a bunch of episodes that are done, at least half the season done, and the rest of the season they are currently in post-production trying to finish it all up to get it ready, but it looks like the season could be split into two just because of how animation works, but it was a nice surprise to see Young Justice coming to the service literally immediately after the event. All right, so then moving over to the kind of the big news of the uh, of the episode, there was two new. There's two new animated series that are coming to. Um, well, they'll be coming to HBO Max and Cartoon Network, but specifically the Batman Universe. The first one is a very young child centric show. This is meant for preschoolers. It's called Bat Wheels. Um, if you have kids or you have been around kids and seen some shows that they've watched in the last ten. 15 years, well, 10 years, there used to be a show called Chuggington on uh, Disney Junior or the Disney Channel, and it was about talking trains, and that's immediately when the show was announced, that it, that was what I immediately thought to myself was, oh, okay, so it's like the bat vehicles, but they're talking like the Chuggington vehicles. They've done this other with other series as well. That's just the one that I immediately thought of. Obviously, Cars, the Disney Pixar series, the movie that came out in the early 2000s was the exact same thing. But this is bat vehicles. So the Batmobile... You have the Red Bird, there's the Bat Cycle, and then on top of that, <clears throat> they recently announced the voice cast. Ethan Hawke is going to be voicing Batman, which I think was a surprise because I don't know that he's done a lot of voiceover um, specific, you know, as big of as big of an actor as he is. He's a very big actor when it comes to being in a lot of different movies and being attached to a variety of different things, but to get him to be voicing basically Batman in the series was a huge get for them. Um, but then they also have uh, Jacob Bertrand voicing um, the main vehicle in the show, who vo- uh, BAM, which is the name of the Batmobile. Um, during the presentation, they actually showcased uh, kind of a little bit of a test of the, the animation style that you'll be expecting to see, along with the theme song for the show. And obviously, like I said, this is not a show that's geared towards older older bat fans but this is definitely something that's geared towards younger bat fans or people who are looking to get young kids into batman um that this is going to be perfect for them and i can see this show potentially lasting a while given its success because of the markability of toys that can be associated with this as well so i expect that to be very popular the one kind of interesting thing about this is that so there's going to be batman's going to have two sidekicks in the show one of them is robin who's actually going to be played by duke thomas and then you've got batgirl which is actually going to be cassandra kane so there's the 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 difference of who you would typically expect to find it's not going to be barbara gordon and dick grayson but that's not to say that those other characters couldn't appear at some point. But it's interesting that Duke Thomas and Cassandra Kane are going to be the main sidekicks for this new series. Yeah, I really like that choice, actually. Just hopping in, like especially with Duke Thomas, because I feel like I like him, but we don't see him much. He kind of gets sidelined. So I always thought that was just sad, and I'm glad to see that he's 
you know, front and center as Robin in this. I agree, because, I mean, he's the signal in the comics, but if you put Batman and the signal together, like, kids really aren't going to understand they know Batman and Robin. And it's the way to have Duke in there, has have him be Robin. And then, you know, you mentioned it earlier, but, and, then, and I'm totally not the target demo for this, but I think I want to watch an episode or two just to hear Ethan Hawke's Batman voice. I'm very curious about this, because, yeah, it is surprising, you know, that he would take this on because he doesn't do stuff like this normally and i actually read an interview with him promoting another movie he has coming out uh i can't remember what it was called but he was talking about how he tends to avoid like bigger characters or bigger ip because you know there's so much pressure and he compared it to when he played hamlet and how you know everybody has a version of hamlet in their head or a favorite hamlet and it's just too much like stress to deal with so he avoids it but here he is in you know like a kids cartoon playing batman so i'm just very curious about that that's that that was the surprise announcement for me was that he was playing the character this is something that i will definitely be checking out conveniently i do have a son that's the target demographic for this as long as the show does come out within 2022 as it's expected to i will have a son that's in the correct demographic to actually warrant myself to watch this without feeling out of place because i can say that i'm just introducing my son to a new version of batman um, the other big announcement is something that's geared towards older audiences, which is Batman Cape Crusader. Now, this show was announced earlier this year, and it's coming from Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams, Bruce Tim, and James Tucker. And that by itself, th- that's a lot of really, really good people involved in this project to begin with. Um, but... The one name that I think stands out amongst the rest is Bruce Tim because he was involved with Batman the Animated Series. Recently, or I should say in the last few years, Bruce Tim has had some, in my opinion, questionable takes on Batman, and some people have not appreciated some of the things that he has done. Um, I'm specifically looking at Gods and Monsters, as well as Batman the Killing Joke, as he was involved in both of those projects, and I think some people were not hugely keen on some of the choices that they decided to go with, whether or not he was directly involved in it or not. He was a producer on both of those projects, and I think a lot of people did not like those projects in general. That said, there was a specific short that released um, years ago called Batman Strange Days that he did for Batman's 80th anniversary, and it was kind of like a black and white, it was a real quick short, it was black and white, and it was basically showcasing Batman early on his career, uh, taking on uh, the Mad Monk, I think it was. The the short, it, it was very simple, but it was a great noir take on Batman. And one of the things that they talked about during the presentation of DC Fandom is that that Strange Days short was actually kind of like a backdoor pilot for what could happen with a new animated Batman television series from Bruce Timm. And that's what James Tucker said was that kind of when they created that that short, it was kind of a way for them to showcase what is possible for them to do in this in this new age of animation with Batman. And I think that's really cool. And one of the things that I'm really looking forward to with this series, based off of what they, ex- they talked about, is that it is geared towards an adult audience the way that Batman the Animated Series was originally intended. I can tell you, and, and I, I know I've said this in the past, but obviously it's been quite some time since I've talked about Batman the Animated Series. 
when Batman the Animated Series was on television back in the early 90s, I it went right over my head. As a kid who was under the age of 10, uh, when that show premiered, I had no clue what was going on. It went right over my head. And while I can watch the episodes and greatly appreciate them now and years after when I was a kid, you know, in the early 2000s when I was a teenager, and I appreciated it. But the reality of it was when I was a kid, it went straight over my head. That was the intent. The intent of the series was intended for an older audience. It wasn't intended as a child's cartoon. That's not what it was. And with this new series, they're saying that that's what they're trying to go back to. They're trying to get back to that idea of a Batman television series that's geared towards an adult or older fans, you know, the teenage range and older. They're not trying to make a simple cartoon that young kids are going to appreciate that they can make, you know, a lot of crazy action figures for with Batman in 15 different bat suits. That's not what they're aiming for. They're aiming to do a Batman series that obviously will probably still spawn a number of action figures, but they're really trying to make sure that they create a newer version of Batman that does it really does a really interesting take on the character. Um, the thing that I was most interested in them mentioning was that they're Starting with Batman in his very early days, we're going to see how the Batmobile got created. We're going to see how he comes to use some of the Bat gadgets. We're going to see how he comes to create relationships with the GCPD, with James Gordon, with um, you know the other characters that he comes in contact with. This is not going to immediately start off like Batman the Animated Series did, where he's already established, he's already got a connection with the GCPD. This is taking place prior to that. We're going to see how Batman really becomes the character that we all know yeah i'm really very excited about uh this uh really it's going to seem more like a show than a cartoon because like you said it's not really batman year one it seems like they're going for like batman like week one where he's literally it's like his first few nights out and uh we get to see we really haven't seen maybe outside of batman begins we haven't seen like early days batman and this is going to be interesting because even Batman the Animated Series had like old school feel where it was like old school like telephones and old school looking cars and things like that. And I really want to see if they, they almost take it back even further back in time, so to speak, this new take. I am cautiously optimistic. I, it sounds cool. I loved that Strange Days short short that was absolutely beautiful you know and it reminded me of all the things i loved about batman animated series just that style that you know german expressionism film noir thing going on but i am kind of in the camp of you know i'm glad there's other producers on board i guess i'll say that because bruce tim like yeah i wasn't a fan of the killing joke i thought he also had a hand in batman and harley quinn which i also wasn't too keen on either just a little too out there i guess or going down roads i wouldn't want to go i'm excited but i'm also like kind of catch my breath a little bit and not get carried away and not go in with expectations and see what we get and hope that, you know, with kind of a more rounded team that we get something with maybe a little more, or we get people who can show some restraint on some of the Bruce Tim things that have might've been influenced recently that people aren't as, you know, excited about or <laughs> disappointed with, but overall, yeah, I want this to be good. Cause you know, I would love to see something with that style and that feel and vibe again. It's, I, I cannot wait for the show out of all, everything that is currently out and what is coming 
There's probably two projects that I'm really looking forward to. This is one of the two. The other one is the GCPD series that's tied into the Batman uh, movie. And that's specifically just because I'm really hyped about the Batman film that's coming out next year. And I really like Matt Reeves as a creator. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, you know, with a television series. But I think that because he's also involved with this, along with J.J. Abrams, Bruce Timm, James Tucker. And I think out of the group, James Tucker is probably the one that's probably the least known um, amongst the group. But he has been around for a really, really long time. I've met him personally. I've interviewed him for the website years ago at, at Comic-Con. Um, he was the show creator of Batman Brave and the Bold, and he was tasked with basically creating a series that could do a number of things. One, introduce a wide variety of other DC characters in a likable way so that they could you know, reuse them over and over again, um, but also tell a story that involved Batman and a lighthearted Batman that could get along with, you know, creating merchandise for younger children. And it did well. The show made it to it's like, you know, 52 episodes or the 52 episodes where it can be reused over and over again. And personally, I don't think the show was bad. I don't, it wasn't amazing, but for what it was, it was a good series. And he was behind that. He's worked on a number of animated films. He's been behind a lot of others. He's worked on other Batman projects in general, but I really like his version and his take on things because I think that if Bruce Tim is kind of like the mastermind that gets all the credit for animated series, which I don't think is entirely true. I think He's one of the multiple people. I think Alan Burnett and Paul Dini had a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, they they were a lot of what was on screen. Bruce Timm's animation style and his creation, his characters, and his theming and style of what we saw on the screen was really the Bruce Timm aspect of it. But I don't know that Bruce Timm. I think Bruce Timm gets a little bit more credit for the animated series than then he probably should. And I'm not saying that in a, in a negative way. I, I'm saying that he was not the story person, or at least by my understanding, he was never really the story person for the animated series. Um, that was Alan Burnett and Paul Dini. And I think that James Tucker is a perfect person to pair with Bruce Tim because James Tucker doesn't get too crazy with the ideas and the things that they they've tried they try to do but also I think he'll rein Bruce Tim back because they're probably working more closely together than JJ Abrams and Matt Reeves are involved. I think those two yeah they're having a say in some of the elements that get showcased and things like that or you know they their their names are going to help sell the product but I don't know that those two producers are associated uh, with the show as a like working day-to-day thing as much as Bruce Tim and James Tucker. So I think James Tucker is a perfect person to kind of work with Bruce Tim to kind of keep him in tow so that it, things don't get too crazy. Um, but yeah, this show is something I'm really, really looking forward to and I cannot wait to see what they do. But I will say they did not have any specific time frame of when the show is going to be happening. Which means I would not, I would, I would highly doubt it if this show makes it in 2022. I'm guessing it's probably more likely to come in 2023, um, and that's because one, they had absolutely no footage other than that one piece of uh, promo art that released along with the announcement for the show. They haven't had anything coming up, come out for it. 
I think the there's another show that was announced the exact same time as Batman Cape Crusader is a so- Superman and Lois show, um, animated show, and that one I think is further along. There's a chance that that one might come out in late 2022, um, but I don't think this Batman series, they're going to rush it in any way. I think that they're going to make sure that it's perfect and they've got plenty of episodes to to go because i think this is going to be a very uh, it has the potential to be a very very successful hit a couple questions i wanted to maybe get your guys opinion on it do you want it to be like because we've only seen that one like promo art that they put out and it was very in the bruce tim like style do you guys want this show in the bruce tim style that we've had before with i mean the animated series superman justice league and all that what do you guys kind of want like a different animation style good question i mean i guess i would lean towards i don't think it has to be exactly the same what we've seen before because that's kind of boring and you already have that and it kind of takes some of like the sheen out of it i would but i would say i would like something that probably closer to like the first three seasons of the animated series in that that vein that's something that's just very gothic and moody and you know like you were saying you know like kind of the old-fashioned equipment and everything like the, the the blimps the gcpd had you know like it's something that just kind of evokes that kind of sense of style that i think part of it too is like i'm always one of those people who like really beats on the drum of like gotham city as the character and in that show specifically like gotham city really stands out as this larger than life kind of unrealistic fantastical character on its own and so something in that style kind of lends that idea and kind of makes it more of a character yeah personally i'm i'm on two sides of this i think that the animation style of bruce tim i'm fine with if they you know especially because i think that their intention is to redesign some of the characters so i don't think that a lot of the characters are going to look the same as we've come to expect from the style that is bruce tim However, the one thing that I will say, that one piece of art that we've seen, um, it definitely does not look like the animated series Batman. And part of that is the ears. And I think the ears will eventually drop down in size as time progresses in the series. But I think initially, because they're starting in Batman's early days, he's going to have those bigger ears. But do I would I prefer them to stick with Bruce Timm's style? Um I'm not opposed to them sticking with Bruce Tim's style as long as it's different enough from what we've seen in Batman the Animated Series. I don't want to see a rehash of the exact same style, the exact same Art Deco that we saw during the the, the Batman Animated Series. I don't. Th- I think that this is an opportunity to do something different. So I don't want them to do something that's exactly the same as what we've seen before and again and again. Because when you look back at pretty much the large run of animated series that they had batman superman justice league justice league unlimited all of these shows were in you know they were all uh influenced by bruce tim's style if even if he wasn't participating with those shows which obviously he was participating in one way or another on all those shows but then even some of that carried into obviously the stuff that he's done justly gods and monsters killing joke batman and harley quinn some of these other projects that he's worked on too that same exact style from the animated series is there and i don't want to see the exact same thing over and over again because i think there's a couple of different things one 
like I said, it's a new it's a new series. Let's do something different. Um, there's no reason you can't use his art to create the stuff for the characters or the character designs and do something. I just don't want it to be the exact same versions of the characters that we've already seen. The other part of it is that I think that this with with, with a new show and a new series, I think it's incredibly important to update and use newer technology. The biggest thing that's different is that the animation, the, the animation houses that were doing the animation for anime, the animated series back in the nineties, they're not the same as the ones that are doing animation. Now they're not the same. They're not using the same processes. So you can't use it and expect it to look like, and not, it's not going to look like the animated series one way or the other, but you don't want it to look like a knockoff of the animated series either. And I don't want it to look like that. I want it to look like its own unique thing that has these great creators attached to it, but it is, it's its own thing. I don't want this to be, it's not a sequel to the animated series. It's not a prequel to the animated series. I want it to be its own unique thing that can live and flourish by itself without being connected immediately, especially in animation style like the animated series so i agree i definitely try something new but it just felt like with like the way they were talking um and the little like especially bruce tim that it almost kind of making it seem like this was going to be a prequel to animated series which i guess i'm for it because but i'm also worried because it is going to mess up because the Batman the Image series is so beloved and like well that's like people's definitive Batman. You just don't wanna you just don't wanna mess with it and step on it. You don't wanna keep going back to that well many times. So with that, that's gonna wrap up this episode. Not a whole lot of other news came out. There was some other stuff related to some of the Arrowverse stuff, Arrowverse shows, but nothing that we'd talk about on TBU. Unfortunately, there wasn't any news about the Matt Reeves GCPD show. It was announced like ages ago, but we haven't really seen any movement on that yet either. So we'll see what happens with that. But there's a lot to, you know, I, I said this over and over again. I said this on the movie episode. I said this on the video game episode. I'm gonna say it again. 2022 is going to be a huge year for DC and media between games multiple movies and multiple television series either returning or premiering there's a lot of stuff coming in 2022 and that is obviously one of the reasons why the tvu podcast is back so with that being said uh thank you so much for listening uh if you are interested in supporting us head over to the website and uh you can find a spot that says support or tvu support page when you click on that, it'll give you a variety of different options of how you can support TBU, as well as using affiliate links. And uh, if you are so inclined to volunteering time or skills, get in touch with us at TBU at TheBatmanUniverse.net. We're always looking for comic book reviewers, news writers, all kinds of different things that uh, we are always looking for. So get in touch with us that way. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Instagram. We also have a Discord. We have a Facebook group as well. So you can find all those links over on the website to thebatuniverse.net. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you are interested in supporting us on Patreon, uh, one of the things that you will be getting here in the very near future, if you are a Patreon supporter, is you will be getting early release episodes of the TBU podcast and unedited episodes as well. So you'll be getting unedited early copies of the podcast prior to them posting publicly on the website as well. So consider supporting us on patreon links can be found on that support page 
for Support TVU. In addition to that, head over to the website for all kinds of news related to movies, TV, merchandise, video games, comics, and everything else related to the Bat fandom because there is a ton of it and we are always posting all kinds of stuff including comic reviews every single week. So be sure to check that out. Uh, We do have a review of the latest Injustice, the latest animated movie Injustice. BJ wrote that up, so check that out. Um, That movie is out and then we've also recently, obviously, Batman and the Long Halloween Part 1 and 2 have released recently. We're going to get to those movies in the near future as well. Here on this podcast, we're going to talk about those. Um, we're going to be jumping into a lot of different things. So if you have suggestions of like things you'd like us to cover on this podcast, send us an email or leave us a comment wherever you are listening to this podcast because uh, we will use those suggestions for topics to discuss on future episodes. Rather than in the past how or I should say, rather than any other podcast that I've been on, which has basically been a news rundown of the big news of the week and things like that, or running down all the news, um, we're going to take a very different approach. We're going to be doing a lot of different things related to discussions related to specific topics, such as a full season of a show, a new animated movie releasing. We're going to go back into the archives and check out older films that have released years and years ago, but we're going to talk about those. Um, we might talk about video games. We might do a whole episode talking about different an action figure line. We're going to talk about everything you can imagine. And of course, even though there is the TBU Comic Podcast, we will be discussing really big events that are happening in comics as well. So be sure to continue to follow us um, on all of our social channels over on the website and subscribe to this podcast. And if you are so inclined, please leave us a review on iTunes because it really does help out the show. With all of that being said, for Scott, BJ, and myself. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.